Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle instead of Podbean, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Great place to watch us and listen to us, especially if you're an Android user. Go to the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Tell people to do the same. We're getting real close to 20,000 subscribers. FiveReasonSports.com, spell that one out. Unlike the newspapers, we do not have a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, including a huge Miami Heat fan. He's Eric Rubenstein. We talk about him all the time. He is a personal injury attorney with a lot of experience. He's based in South Florida. He actually grew up in the Lauder Hill area. He now lives down in Miami. You can find him at 954-829-ERIC, 954-829-ER. I see, or at ask about me, I got you. That's ask about me, I got you on Instagram. Again, he can handle uh, car accidents, slip and falls, medical malpractice, and more. So reach out to Eric Rubenstein. Going to be posting up the website on the Five Reasons Twitter handle as well, so you can find him there. But great guy and really, really good at what he does. Also, a huge Miami Heat fan. And now, tonight's episode. Down to Biscay. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. Brady Hawk and Greg Sylvander will be back with us later in the week. We're doing a big stream on the Five Reasons YouTube channel on Tuesday night with other contributors from the five reasons sports network. That's going to be at 7 PM. So make sure you're subscribed and you check that out. We will put it on the podcast feed afterwards. Also check out the last couple of episodes or sit down with Jamal Kane, who actually was going one-on-one with Jimmy Butler today in practice. Brady Hawk captured a lot of that video. That's fun stuff. And also we did an episode on uh, sort of where the heat are in this build and this build cycle. Greg and I went through that last night. Now what we're going to do is we're going to break up the offense and the defense. I'm going to have Brady for the defense. I've got Alex today for the offense. And actually Alex got the more fun assignment, I think, because this is where the heat are leaning into this year. Um, The PJ Tucker left. They made a decision that as good as PJ was, and he was tremendous for them last year. Yes. They wanted him back. Of course, the hard cap was a problem in terms of going three years. They wanted him back, but when he was going to leave, the thing that was said to me was, We need to be better offensively anyway. We weren't scoring enough in the playoffs. We need to find a way to score more. That means different different kinds of players, different kinds of sets, different kinds of combinations, and just playing a different way. And you can see it already with what Eric Spolster is doing. So Caleb Martin in the starting lineup, it appears. Tyler Hero in the starting lineup, it appears. They replaced P.J. Tucker and Max Struess. Struess still on the bench. 
uh, and with a significant role with his team. Duncan Robinson may have a significant role off the bench. He was a starter at the beginning of last season. And then, of course, the return of Victor Oladipo to something closer to full health after a full training camp. We still have to see that self manifest itself in games on the court. And then the possible addition to the rotation at some point of someone like Nikola Jovic, their first round pick. So let, let's go here, uh, Alex. Last year, we said, I think before the year, I think the kind of consensus with our group was that the Heat could be maybe as high as 12th offensively. I'm not sure exactly. I should have looked at this before the show exactly where they finished. How good do you think they could be offensively? And, and if, you, if you could say the one single biggest key to it, what is it? I guess the single big, biggest key is just being consistent because they have a, an, an opening now, like you were alluding to there with PJ being gone to make their offense a little bit more dynamic. And it's easier said than done, by the way, because just because PJ is not there doesn't mean that they're automatically going to be, you know, be better offensively. They have to work at those things. And, and those are things that they're already pretty naturally good at. I would say as far as, um, you know, cutting off ball, moving off ball, I think they're going to be, they're going to have a little bit more of that naturally just with having, you know, a, a little bit of a smaller look out there with guys like Caleb and just in general um, guys who want to move the ball around and cut. So I, I, I feel good about that part. Um, I think there's obviously upside for the shooting aspect of it. We've seen them be a really good shooting team in two out of three seasons with Jimmy Butler. They were number one throughout the season um, last year in three-point shooting, and then that fell off a cliff in the playoffs, as we've seen before. And I think the other thing with offense is getting to the rim. And I think that's where you can really see upside and room for improvement, which of course you can get offense at the rim with cuts. Like I said, they're good at, uh, but um, as far as actually getting to the rim more, we've talked about it plenty of times throughout the past couple of seasons. They, they got to do a better job at that. And I think having a little bit more space and having a little bit of a more free flowing offense with guys who are willing to move the ball and, you know, maybe if they play just a little bit faster, marginally faster, I think that's how they can, um, really turn their offense up and hopefully get to, you know, a, a better ranking when you talk about offensive rating and things like that. But more importantly, just being able to have something that is more sustainable in the playoffs, right? I think we talked about that plenty of times is not having P.J. Tucker there. Um, P.J. Tucker was one of the biggest reasons that the Heat were not able to score on the Celtics in that Eastern Conference Finals. They were cheating off him and Robert Williams was able to roam free and do his thing and Honestly, I think now is the time for them to try to switch it up a little bit. And that, I think that's where we all kind of see the upside. Yeah. And I think that's where they saw the upside and they didn't want to disparage PJ on the way out. And they didn't want to say that they didn't want him. And so I don't think you heard those kind of things publicly, but privately, that's what they were saying is that they did feel at times they were playing four on five. And, you know, we kind of justified it the whole year by talking about PJ's accuracy from three, particularly from the corners but he did go through stretches of the regular season. I mean, he did fall off the second half of the regular season dramatically. It came back in the playoffs. But even with that, it was essentially one thing. It, they just weren't versatile enough. They're going to be replacing that with, with Martin's cutting, perhaps with Jovic's passing. Uh, you're going to see a lot of different kinds of looks than you saw last year. But let, let's get yeah, we could into, also shoot from the wings. Shoot from the wings, too. Let's get into something specific, and then we'll get into individual players after the break. So let's hold off on all that. But the one thing that did drop off precipitously in the playoffs, Alex, was their three-point shooting. You know, they, they were elite in the regular season. They were awful in the playoffs. They had basically three good three-point shooting games, and one of them was the Duncan Robinson eight three-point shooting, eight, eight make game. Beyond that, they, they didn't shoot the ball well. We talked about, you know, Vincent basically kept his level, but Struess dropped 
Uh, Lowry didn't shoot the ball well from three. Hero, we, we know even before the injury, did not shoot the ball well from three. They didn't have Robinson in the rotation consistently. And, you know, and then PJ had his moments for sure from three point line. But like I said, it was from only like two spots, one corner or the other corner. How are they going to be able to sustain the shooting? Because if they don't shoot well, they I mean, no matter how many dynamic, you know, offensive players they have. And we'll get into the specifics, you know, in terms of playmakers, it's not going to matter. Yeah, I mean, I think there actually is um, some upside shooting wise here and not necessarily for their regular season ranking, even though I do expect them to be right there, you know, in, in the in the top percentile of the league in uh, three point shooting during the regular season. Again, I think the key to them um, getting their shooting back to normal and, you know, something closer to what it is during the regular season in the playoffs is not only the things we've talked about, the more obvious things like uh, Kyle and Tyler's um, legs, right. And the way that both of them were playing through injuries specifically, um, you know, it got worse as the playoffs went on. So I think a lot of it has to do with health, you know, with those guys specifically because they, they take on, such a, a big part of what did he do? And they're, they're, you know, their third and fourth best, best players respectively. So I just think having those guys healthy, right. Is going to help. Not only that, I think Tyler starting and um, playing in the role that he's going to be playing in. And yes, he's still going to get plenty of scoring opportunities, but because he's playing off ball, he's probably going to have more of an outside in type of game. Whereas I think um, when he was a sixth man, he could kind of slow down, play at his own pace and have a different type of, um, scoring load, which I think he's still going to have, right, in different types of lineups. But as far as the starting lineup, I think it's going to turn Tyler into more of a three-point shooter first. Not Obviously, not only he's, he's more of a dynamic player than that, and that's the other upside there, right, is you're going to have a Tyler Hero um, coming off similar sets that Duncan and Max were, except Duncan, I mean, excuse me, Tyler can do a lot more things out of those sets. So I think, you know, you add those things up, you add the fact that Duncan, you know, we, we're kind of projecting him to have sort of a bounce back year, Max has just already found his stride as a really good uh, rotation player in the league. Gabe is a good shooter. I think there is upside for the team to be much better than they were in last year's playoffs, which I know isn't saying much. I just think a lot of it had to do with health. And I think now they're going to be playing with a little bit more space. I think it might be a little bit freer. Obviously, we don't know if this is going to be the roster when the playoffs do start. But um, I, I don't necessarily, you know, think that it's a uh, it, it's all about wait to the playoffs, right? I think as far as this season and their offense and their shooting goes, it's about getting it all consistent and figuring out your offensive identity throughout the season before you can worry about guys making their threes in the playoffs because they have a lot of shooters. All right, when we come back, I'm going to ask you a question, so I'm going to prepare you for this, okay? I'm going to give you improvements for, for particular players on the offensive end. And you're going to tell me which are the most, which is the most important in order. We did not prep this. Okay. So I, I don't want the, this is a tough question. I'm giving you the question before we go to break. And you know, some of the things I'm going to ask you start thinking about it. When I come back, we're going to get into this. So I'm going to go through five different players on the roster and what makes the most difference for their offense this season. Before I do tell you about a couple of sponsors, of the five reasons sports network, Manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. You get 20% off all the products there, all of the grooming products, the cologne, the, all that stuff. Okay. Manscaped.com, 20% off. The great thing about them too is they send you a razor, then they start sending you free. They send, they send you replacement blade. They send you everything. Okay. For free after the fact. So just get in there on their subscription, 20% off with the code 5RSN. That's the number 5 
RSN. I have to say this, your balls and your body will thank you. And that same code 5RSN for therapistpreferred.com, the gummies, the tincture. They've got a new sports cream there. It's more powerful. It's still legal. It's premium CBD. It's legal CBD for recovery, for sleep. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. 25% off at therapistpreferred.com. All right, here we go. You ready? I'm going to give you a list. I don't know. You got a pen? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not familiar with those. Hey, see, you and Brady, too. Between the two of you, I always ask you for pens when we're at the arena. You don't know what those are. Okay, you ready? I, don't know what you would. I, I, I literally, when I was covering games, okay, and again, I started this in 95, I would, I have books still in my, I also have newspapers, okay? My daughter doesn't know what those are. In storage, they're just going to sit there forever. I pay $200 a month for storage room. I have no idea why. Okay, because I'm never going to actually look at this stuff again. I don't even think I have a lock on it. And (laughs) essentially (laughs) what I had, I I used to go like 2-0, okay? And it would be like Zoe, Dunk, 2-2, Ewing, Fadeaway. Like I have these books. They're just there. I I don't know if they're worth, are these NFTs? I don't know if they count, okay? But literally, I, I I had to have a pen. Now, now I haven't used a pen in ages. All right, let's let's go though. I'm gonna give these to you. Then you got to do it off the top of your head if you're such like a millennial, Gen Z, whatever genius. Ready? Here we go. Ready? Okay. Got it. Okay. Bam. Mid-range improvement. Okay. Tyler Hero better in isolation. Jimmy Butler shoots. 32% or better from three on reasonable volume. Okay. So not like six threes a game, but on reasonable volume. Victor Oladipo gives them 13 points a game off the bench on decent efficiency. I'm not saying he's going to shoot 48% from the field, but low 40s or better. Okay. Something like 42% or better. Or Kyle Lowry has let's say 15, 20 point games during the season. Those are the five. The Lowry one is fifth for me because I don't necessarily think his scoring is going to lead to necessarily just like a lot more wins or anything during the regular season. So that one I feel good about easier to narrow it down there. I'm still going to say it's a tough question just because you prepared me. doesn't mean it's not tough, but um, yeah, it did. Let me think because I knew you're going to go with some of these things already. I think Mm -hmm. um, so. The Kyle one is fifth. Then fourth is probably the depot one because I kind of have a, a, a kind of a similar baseline for that already for what he's going to do this season. I think he's going to be somewhere around there, maybe a little lower, right? If he's uh, like on the lower end, if 11 or 12 points per game, I think minimum, minimum 10, right? <laughs> so I'm just thinking like a couple more points won't make too much of a difference. So I have those guys in the bottom two there. And then Top three is where it gets tough. Um, I think I'm going to have to say BAM mid-range improvement is number three because, like I said before, I think the most important thing for him is to be more aggressive getting to the rim. And, he, and yes, the spacing is huge because if he does take the mid-range um, more frequently and shoots it at a higher um, percentage, it will make things easier for him to attack. I think there's already plenty of opportunities for him to attack in this offense um, to get to the rim with the type of handle he has for a big, not that he has to, you know, handle from the top of the key, but there's plenty of positions that I think he can be taken taken advantage of as a roller, as a handler, as a screener, 
to get more points already without the mid-range stuff. I already feel decent enough about the mid-range. I'm prioritizing the rim stuff. So we have left um, Tyler and we have Jimmy. And I, and I think I'm probably going to say Jimmy is number two. Jimmy uh, shooting threes at a decent rate would be really, really nice because I think if, if teams have to even think about it for a half second – Right. Whether they're gonna, not, they're going to respect the shot. It's just going to make things easier for Jimmy to get guys to open up their stance and for him to get to work and do his thing, getting to the rim and kind of barreling through. Because I think it's already a thing where guys are always going to worry about that more than the jumper. So if they're even thinking about the jumper just a little bit, which I think they would if, if you know, we got to that scenario where he's just making, you know, he's making one or two threes a game at, at decent at a decent percentage, I, I think that would scare teams a little bit, right? Because you don't want him to start feeling himself getting going with a bunch of easy in-rhythm, wide-open threes because that's where he can actually make some. We've seen that. Um, so number one ends up being Tyler because I think him being able to score in isolation is another thing that's going to be easier said than done. And not that I don't think he can do it because he's obviously a bucket getter. And I, I think he's gotten better every single season. I've defended him in the past. I think he's, he started off this preseason in the limited time looking really good. But I think him not needing screens as much just gives the Heat um, a lot more of a dynamic offense. And that's some of the stuff that I think would be most helpful in the playoffs, right? Not that the Jimmy threes wouldn't or the, you know, bam, mid-range jumpers wouldn't. But um, Tyler being more dynamic on his own in the playoffs would be huge because he was just a negative for them out there. And I know he was playing her for the latter half of that, but – Still, it's it's hard to, you know, he was playing through coverages he hadn't seen as part of his growth, but him going from a negative to a positive like that in the playoffs would absolutely be the biggest development, I think. I, I think they need him to be that guy. He doesn't have to be their number one. He doesn't have to, you know, pound the ball and, and be a 25 points per game scorer for that to, you know, happen. I think he has to be kind of an upgraded version of what he was in the regular season in the playoffs for that to happen. And I think you can get that with him being more of an isolation efficient guy. I'm with you. I think it is Tyler. And I think that was the concern of heat fans this off season was, would they find a player like that? And the question becomes, is the player already on the roster? So I think he focused on the right things this off season. I will do my own ranking here. And then after the break, we're going to do rapid fire and you're going to have to answer with one word. So I'm going to throw a bunch of questions at you to close the episode. I would say, uh, to me, I would put Bam ahead of Jimmy. So I would go, I would go Tyler with the uh, the isolation, Bam with the mid range, because I, I do think he has to make people pay with that. I, I I'm still bigger on him putting his head down and going to the basket, being aggressive. But if teams are going to play drop against him, he needs to take that shot quickly without the looking around. Can I do dribble handoff? Should I shoot this? No. You make a decision. I'm going to the basket or I'm shooting it. That's it. And so I think if he is more efficient there, that is more important than Jimmy shooting 32% from three. I, honestly, a 32, 34%. I, I feel like Jimmy will make some when he needs to. Um, I'd almost rather Jimmy not focus on it too much. I think there were games last year he got carried away with it. We saw that with Dwayne at certain points of his career. I still would put it third, but I would say the Oladipo thing is close to me. They're going to have to come up with creation off their bench. And, you know, I don't know how many 20 point games they are going to get from Vincent. I don't know how much he's going to play in certain circumstances. And for Struess, there will be explosions for Max. I think we're underrating maybe his role offensively. I wouldn't be stunned if Max is in their top four in terms of scorers this year. I think that's a, a, a real possibility, even coming off the bench. 
But I still think with Oladipo, the, the team, the organization has put so much emphasis on his you know, recovery and his assimilation this year and what he's going to contribute that if he ends up being erratic and giving them only five, six, seven points some nights, I think that hurts them. So I, I may put actually Oladipo ahead of Jimmy. I think the Lowry thing is last. He needs to be aggressive. Uh, he needs to bail him out sometimes, but it's really more for me about him taking and making big shots uh, than it is scoring 20 consistently. All right, when we come back, we're doing some rapid fire. One more uh, sponsor to tell you about. Of course, it's Prize Picks. See, a lot of people signing up and not depositing. You can't win unless you deposit. They won't give you free money unless you deposit. So we had like 15 deposits in the past uh, week, but only four or five signups. Uh, excuse me, 15 signups, but only four or five deposits. You got to deposit. They will match you up to $100. Don't have to put down 100 You want to put down 20 and play 100 but there's no rollover with it. So it literally is free money. So go to Prize Picks, Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, or prizepicks.com. Make sure you're using that code. Five. Are you ready here? You got you got one answer here. That's it. Ready? Leading scorer for the Heat this year is Tyler Hero. The Heat finish in the top ten in offense this season in the reg- in the regular season. Yes or no? Yes. Duncan Robinson shoots over forty percent from three while he's with the Heat this year for however long it is. I love the, all those qualifiers. You <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing that in there. Um, no, I'm going to say 39. And and by the way, for the last one, the Heat will be like nine or tenth in offense. I don't think they're going to be top five, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Butler's prize pick right now is 21 points per game. Over or under? Under. Okay, that's fair. 20.7 or something like that. The Heat will be better in which, at which of the three levels this year? in terms of comparison to the rest of the league at the rim mid-range or from three-point line oh that one's easy three-point line i think that they definitely got to get better at the rim they were in the bottom 10 by the way i don't know if i said that earlier um last season during the regular season there we saw in the playoffs that jimmy was the only one who could get to the rim consistently um so that's the easy one i think they're going to be a really good three-point shooting team again and um, they definitely have some upside to be, I think, a little bit of a better mid-range team since they won't be taking as many by volume, I think. Tyler Hero averages more than 5.5 field goal attempts per game. You said 5.5 field goal attempts? Excuse me, free throw attempts. My bad. Thanks for the catch. 5.5 five, <laughs> five, five free throw attempts per game. Tyler Hero. Under. See, if he's over, they're going to score a lot of points. But yeah, over is definitely ideal, but I, I think it's going to be a little bit tough because he's going to have to share the ball so much. He's still going to, I think, probably get the most shots in that starting lineup, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, and he's going to get plenty of shots in different lineups. But um, I, I think that that's more ideal. Final one. Kyle Lowry's prize pick number for assist is seven over under. Where was he at last season? Do you know? Seven. <laughs> right over. You think he goes over? See, I said under this year, and I said I under because I think that they manage, they may manage his minutes more than his games of the season. Ah, uh, you know that's that's a really good point. I was just thinking from a basketball sense, maybe they play a marginally faster pace, so maybe mm-hmm. it's like seven point three, seven point five. You know what I mean? You mentioned the last one I was going to get to, pace. Do they finally get out of the bottom ten in pace? Oh my god, this is the hardest one for sure. Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they're like 20 or 21. And I think last year they were probably, I don't, I don't remember the number right now, but that it's a slight upgrade on last year. 
Nikola Jovic, we will close here, has five. I'm gonna put I'm gonna set the prize pick myself. Five double-digit scoring games this season. Over under. Oh man. Um over. Me too. Me too. I think they're gonna give him opportunities. He was that impressive in preseason. Obviously, they have the positional need and he he plays at, at, at a high tempo and is a fast processor. I think he'll get a, a good amount of time, you know, with guys going in and out to get those games. I'm with you. I also think it's very possible this season that nobody on the team averages more than 20, but I said that last year and both hero and Butler went over. I still think there's a real possibility of that this season. I, I would play the under on Jimmy. Uh, I do think Tyler is going to lead them in scoring. I said that last year I was almost right. But I will finish with this. If Bam finishes in the top two in scoring on this team, they got something. That, that, is, that is a bellwether. I don't know if it's actually going to happen. All right, thanks to Alex. Mm-hmm. Brady and I will be back for the next episode. We're going to go through the defense uh, there and the changes without P.J. Tucker. Can they still be an elite defense, even though they're going to be shifting gears a little bit more towards the offense? Thanks to our sponsors, Better Edge. Manscaped, Therapist Preferred, use that code 5RSN and you get all kinds of discounts, free money, prize picks, use the code 5FIVE. I can't even remember the ad that I did. Oh, our friend Eric Rubenstein. That's right. Uh, 954-829-ERIC for the best personal injury attorney in town. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.